Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. It's all better now that technology's working. (laughs) (laughs) And then KJ, of course, is laughing. (laughs) (laughs) KJ, who's from Kinda Nerdy Girls podcast and Pet Pals TV. What the heck is Pet Pals TV? (laughs) Um, Sarah, I am the kitty correspondent. For Pet Pals TV, which is on in 27 markets across the country, um, you can find us at PetPalsTV.com. I just did a story today about a kitty cat who's now living at a nursing home, making the people who live there happy. So it's literally what it sounds like. We talk about pet stories all day, every day. That's awesome. See, I I was joking with Sarah last week. We were watching, we had recap the episode of DC Titans and, and crypto uh, super Superboy's dog was on there. And I was like, you know, you, you need to, you need to go out and get yourself a pet, Sarah. Sarah, you don't have a, you don't have any pets in your life. I don't have any pets in my life. What's wrong with you? Or do you, do you hate yourself? Called, no, it's called self-awareness. <laughs> I don't trust myself with living, breathing things. Uh, okay. This I just mean, got I- awkward. Start with the start with the fish. I mean, oh, honestly. we had fish growing up. They didn't do much for me. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, a a cat is pretty self sufficient. If you are capable of leaving some food and water and litter out, they will handle the rest. So, um, true story. I was living in Germany at one point in time. And the place where I was staying, the owners had a cat or two cats. And I was in the upstairs. And um, one night I come out because they're there, I think, um, on vacation. And um, the cat shit all over the place. <laughs> and it was the it was like this cat ate the other cat and just shat him out. <laughs> and and I had to clean it up. Yeah. And, and therefore. That- I I I don't think that they are all manageable as you claim that they are. <laughs> and we get to the roots of why Sarah does not have pets. <laughs> I just I'm I'm an auntie to two corgis and that's as far as I'll go. That, that is okay. I will tell you 
that the reason that I uh, have cats and not dogs, because I really love dogs, is that I was in sort of in training to have a dog by taking care of my sister's dog. And uh, his name is Thor. And he is not the god of thunder, but he is the god of taking human size craps <laughs> at least three times every time I take them out. And I was like, this is disgusting. And I have to pick this up with just a thin layer of plastic between oh, me boy. and a steaming pile of shit. And I yeah. cannot do this. <laughs> yeah. For for a moment there, I thought you said his name was Store. Oh. And then I completely got sidetracked in my own mind about like why would a person name a dog or a cat Store? <laughs> Yeah, well, it sounds like he was storing a lot of, of shit there, so. Yeah, he can, yeah, he can really store it up, and he saves it for his Auntie KJ every time that I have to let him out, I swear. <laughs> and and yeah. that's for Pet, Pet Pals TV tonight. They're going to be like, never tell anyone that you work for Pet Pals TV ever again. <laughs> Um, well I I do have to apologize because I do not I mean I always sound hoarse people are like are you sick no this is what I sound like but it's um worse because I completely lost my voice at Ace Comic Con and we are what four days out and I still haven't fully recovered it so I if I sounded like I was saying store instead of thor it's possible that that's how it came out <laughs> how, yeah. how, how was the comic-con i saw you guys uh so y'all just dropped a bunch of photos of like everyone um yeah it, i mean i oh, i could talk for days about this um i have to say so i work with a company uh, uh called celeb photo ops and we go to a lot of different cons i might get in trouble for saying this um because of that but ace comic con has become my favorite con um if you have a chance to go to ace and right now they're only doing maybe i want to say three to four a year but they are so wonderfully fan-based um it is the most, it is the best fan experience that you can have going to any kind of convention. It's, it, it's amazing. And this one that we worked over the weekend, uh, Ace Comic Con Midwest was, it's the biggest Comic Con that I've ever worked. Um, and it was really, it was hard to believe that I was in this, in the same room with Brie Larson and Tom Holland and Chris Hemsworth and Jake Gyllenhaal and you know the Sabrina cast and I mean it was just it was it was insane it was truly like one of the most amazing weekends of my life. I like how it went from name drop name drop name drop <laughs> to old TV show cast. <laughs> <laughs> like, not the stars, cash. <laughs> well, it was, um, so it was the the uh, chilling adventures of Sabrina, not like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So it was the, the, the new cast from Netflix, which you guys should really watch that show. It's, I have. 
Mm. Yeah, it's fantastic, right? It's. Uh, <laughs> you didn't like it? No, I. I mainly. I. I'm just. I'm just. There's a lot of TV these days. Okay, there's a lot, and I skip a lot of TV, so I fast forward through a lot of that show. I liked bits and pieces, um, but yeah, I I don't remember the names of the cast either. That's okay. That's okay. It was so uh, Sabrina and Harvey were the two that were there. To, I will tell you, I was not like they were on the opposite end of the area where I was working. Um, so I didn't really get to interact with them very much, which I was kind of bummed about because I did bring my little stuffed Salem cat and I was hoping to get a picture. Of course. <laughs> it all ties back to the cats. It does. Oh my God. But I did get a picture with Brie Larson and my little stuffed, uh, goose, the cat. So oh, that's awesome. I brought two cats. I got, uh, I was 50% with my cat pictures this weekend. (laughs) I completely forgot about Goose the Cat from that movie until this moment. Sarah, come on. I know. What's, you got, you got nothing going on. You need to get, I don't know, get a hamster or something. You need to connect (laughs) to an animal, Sarah. (laughs) I know, I know. I just, I have too many other things going on in my life these days. I don't know. So how did you get involved with Ace Comic-Con? And and is this like, is the Midwest thing or are they around other cities as well? Um, No, Ace uh, is in, uh, they're they're starting to cover the country. Um, So there's Ace Midwest. Um, There is, they they did an uh, Ace in Seattle which would be great. That's the second time they've done it. So I think Seattle is probably going to be one of their go-to cities. So that would be maybe possibly a place where Sarah, I could, you know, meet you in person sometime. <laughs> uh, it's not that hard to get to Seattle. Don't act like it's so hard to get to Seattle. It's, not. it's, it's probably harder for me in Indianapolis to get to Seattle than it would be for you. Yeah. Um they do Ace Phoenix. Um, we did Ace Long Island. So um, they're, they're, uh, they've only been around for about three years, but the people behind it um, have a lot of Comic-Con experience behind them. So they have a lot of connections, which is why they're getting a lot of the A-listers. They have a very good reputation, not just for being good to their fans, but also being good to the celebrities that they bring in. So cool. uh, I can't I can't promise you that there's an Ace Comic Con Alaska coming anytime soon. There is. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> but I'll put in the good word for you, Sarah. <laughs> no, I uh, Ace is also where I'm seeing more of the Marvel um, cast appear um, in terms of convention. I mean, I feel like all of the major interviews leading up to Endgame and after Infinity War all came out of Ace uh, conventions. I mean, some classic um, Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie happening. I don't yes. know, banter there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm well, down with Ace. It, and, and one of the things that's really great if you go... Um, if you, you've been to other cons and you, you know, you have a, a photo op or an autograph or there's something going on at the same time as a panel and you have to make that decision. Like, do I go to the panel? Mm-hmm. Do I go do this? 
Um, Ace has TVs set up everywhere. So you can stand in line for an autograph or photograph or shop and you can still, you get like a full interactive experience no matter where you're at. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I've been to, I've been to a, to a super con and it was, that was not the case. And and you did have to like make that hard call. It's like, okay, do I go, you know, try to get that, like, as you said, the autograph or do I go see this panel about, you know, X, Y, Z, actor actress there talking about their latest project so that's that's good that's a good deal that's a very good yeah. deal yeah it's really cool and they're pretty good about getting their uh their panels up online pretty quickly like i know i just saw a couple hours ago they posted the kit harrington panel um which was great because i was really busy during that time so i didn't really get to see much of his panel um the and i believe the that the Brie Larson and Tessa Thompson panel is out, which is great. They were fantastic. Um, and it was pretty clear that they don't either. I mean, they're really good actresses, right? So maybe they're just oh, acting, but I, okay, well maybe not. We can talk about that in a second, but I got the feeling that they legitimately don't have any idea where their characters are going. Like they haven't <laughs> given that direction. That was really bad setup, KJ. Like the way you were saying that, I was just waiting for that they really don't like each other. <laughs> no, they were lovely. As a matter of fact, I was like Brie Larson. Both of them were very extremely sweet. But uh, Brie Larson, I think, just getting like you, you know, you think the vibe of the character of Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and Brie Larson was like so bubbly. And mm. uplifting and like, you go girl. And like every little girl that came in dressed as Captain Marvel, she's like, you're a hero even without that suit. And she was just like so incredibly happy and like just, I mean, you know, really, really different from the Captain Marvel character. That I was like, I just want to like take you home. I like, I love you so much. <laughs> but uh, and Tessa Thompson was the same way. So that, if you have a chance, like if you just Google um, Brie Larson, Tessa Thompson, Ace Comic Con, their panel will come up and um, they were they were just a joy. They're, it, it's definitely worth watching. Cool, cool. So was, uh, was the man himself, Kevin Feige, there or was he too busy like Empire Building? Um, yeah, I have not ever seen him at a con. <laughs> I think I, I would really love that, but I don't know, like that's getting pretty nerdy. like who wants a picture with kevin feige i mean i would but (laughs) Um, actually i think these days he is more known than even some of the cast i mean we think it's nerdy but honestly reports about everything the mcu mcu has done all ties back to Feige and is mentioned constantly. So, and plus San Diego Comic-Con, I mean, he's there presenting and making all these announcements. So, so everyone, a lot of people know who he is and I wouldn't be surprised if he had his own panel at some of these conventions. Granted people behind the scenes don't like to be, in front of the camera or known. So he probably has had offers and just said, no, that's not really my deal. Yeah. I would imagine, especially with his schedule that he probably is just going to you know, stick to the, 
to to the ones like San Diego Comic Con and uh, D23 and stuff like that, where they are, you expect going to those that they're mm-hmm. going to be making those major announcements. Um, a Comic Con like uh, Ace Midwest is more of a fan festival. Um, we're all watching the panels and hoping that they you know, say something that we can all then interpret and analyze and be like, oh, it must mean this. But they don't that the um, production houses and uh, the studios generally only go to like three or four big cons a year to make announcements as opposed to the rest of the cons that we're going to that are just, you know, really a celebration of the fandom. So so I have a question, Um, because if I recall, KJ, the last time you were here. We, we talked a little bit about one of your favorite shows ever, Supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> How are you holding up knowing that this is the last season? Um, I would say, okay, if you had asked me this a, a week ago, I was not doing well. I think that <laughs> Aunt, I was not doing well at all. I was like, we're just going to pretend like that's not happening. We're just going to ignore that. It's not the last season. <laughs> Denial. Okay. Denial. Yeah, it sounds like Sarah and her like love hate relationship with Shut Aaron. Up, Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. No, it, it's the same thing. Like, there's all these things that are you know going away. That you know, Arrow and um, Earth two. Yeah. Oh God. No. Earth. There's Earth two. Right. Okay. It's gone. It can't. No, I'm not accepting that. Why not? <laughs> They're dead. Not. No. Nope not accepting it things can be changed we have time travel and all kinds of cool stuff like it's a, no i'm not accepting it it's, it's it, yeah you, you gotta you have to accept it i don't okay, think very so here's an idea um yeah. what if because we all know at the end of last season on aerial felicity was allowed to go and meet up with oliver and we don't know where what if that was earth earth two and they managed oh, to so- save earth two I thought uh, you were like, and now she's dead too. Like, I'm like, oh. um, what that would be cool. Like, anything can happen. And I, I don't know, you guys. I feel like that, like these shows kind of have to start coming to an end because it's everything is so ridiculous and messed up now. That well, that's what Crisis is for to clean up the timeline. That's, that was the whole premise behind the comic book. I know, but then you go like. You think about where Oliver was in the beginning, and now he's like out, you know, chasing bits of stars through the multiverse for a god. Like, it's like yeah, <laughs> <what's> <laughs> that, that, yeah that, that was my one thing. That was one of my. I, mean, I really enjoyed the, the premiere this week. Uh, I thought it was, uh, given that. Did not know how they were going to, to wrap things up. And they said it was going to be a, a, a love letter to the fans. And, of course, there are plenty of callbacks, you know, from the very the very first moment of the show. But I that the collecting the depth, the, the uh, Dwarf Star things, I, I felt a couple things. One, I was feeling, I was feeling a little bit of it, uh, uh, the Infinity Saga there as far as the collector. And then the other thing is, why can't the monitor do this for himself why does he need oliver to do it lazy outsourcing yeah oh you you expect us to answer that question yes oh i i i wasn't paying attention during the episode 
Of course not. You oh, I thought you. <laughs> I thought you meant you weren't paying attention to Will just now. <laughs> oh, <she> never does. <laughs> well, I usually, I usually turn him off every now and then. I'm just yeah, like, oh. yeah. She can't, she can't fast forward me like she does the show. So. <laughs> I, I am so tired of them using the word crisis in these shows. I just need that. That's my trigger word. I've had enough of it. I'm over it. Come up with some synonyms, people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and I don't, I don't know. This episode, it just was too, I, I felt like Stephen Mel kept looking at the camera and winking and winking. <laughs> And winking. And and there was no surprise. Adrian Chase is a green arrow on Earth, too. Huh, okay. And that was already released months ago. Um, to- Tommy Merlin is Dark Archer. Yeah, makes sense. Saw it coming. Okay, it's just, it didn't feel. The one thing, though, that I thought was clever, did not see coming, actually worked for the benefit of the episode, was Dig coming over to Earth, too, as well. Yeah. I really yeah. like that part. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Also, if we can be done killing Tommy, because I, I really do. I mean, I just, <laughs> if we could just like stop bringing Tommy back and then it's like, oh, Tommy's dead again. Uh, that would be great. Yeah. Well, if this, given that all the multiple Earths are being destroyed by the anti monitor, so uh, hopefully this will be the last one. I mean, like, I'm not going to keep watching it if every episode they just destroy another Earth. But, oh, there's Tommy. Oh, now he's dead again. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, there has never been a, a death in a, in a series of any TV show that I've ever watched that I have really held a grudge against. <laughs> I get really, really angry when I think about it. I understand from the storyline. I understand why they did it. But I just really, really like that character. And felt like he was in a place where he could have gone places. And I, like I said, I understand everything, but I just, I'm irrationally mad still that they killed Tommy. And then like he came back and even though he was from a different earth, they killed him again. And there he is on earth too. And then let's wipe out earth too. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm done. I'm just, let's just leave Tommy out of this. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm just tired of them. I, I was so looking forward to Adrian Chase, and he was barely in this episode. Barely, like, yeah. That yeah. is, that's the crime, okay? And he also had a very weird voice, and I don't know what was going on. And Josh Segura has an amazing voice, okay? <laughs> so I was hurt. But I had a thought while watching the episode of, because, yeah, the, all of the nods were there to not only the first episode, but also the first season. Mm-hmm. And so... We have now, really episode eight is when the crisis is going to start happening. So um, considering this is season seven, I wonder if like episode two this season is going to mirror critical moments of season two. And episode three, critical moments of season three, building up to really show, like you were just saying, Will, this is a love letter to the fans. Well, we've watched Oliver Queen go from the boy who was shipwrecked on Leanne Yu to the man he is now. And so you get to, you get like a weird summary of that character yeah. arc. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's probably the way that they seem to be. Pre- They're not going to do it. it. 
they, they, I think they will. It's my I think, theory, Will. You know they never listen to they, me. They actually, I think this time <laughs> they will actually listen to you because I think the way they have been promoting this season has been like, we are going to spend time not only sort of an epilogue, because as, we, as we've talked about before, Sarah, in, in many ways this series ended um, last season, and you can even argue ended in season six. Mm-hmm. Um, I think each of these episodes are going to be you know, here's a you know, epilogue to Oliver's story, and of course, use the flash forwards uh, to uh, do the set up the backdoor pilot to to the Canary Show. Uh, given, especially now that we saw Black Siren uh, from Earth Two was the, the the sole survivor of the of the of the of the crisis. Sorry, go figure. Yeah, sorry, didn't mean to say crisis again, but <laughs> but uh, I, I could I would say snap, but that's been taken blink. Well, actually, snap has not been taken because they they they, they said the blink, so we, we can use snap. Oh, so, that's right. They didn't say the blink. In in uh in game, the blip, whatever. What was it? They oh, called? it was a blip. Yeah. 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 blip. Yeah. yeah, the blip. So we can still so we can say the snap and back the in the DC blink. world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be careful not to blink you'll miss it the yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since I watched the game but you get my point <laughs> it wasn't in Endgame it was far from home it was yeah. far just from just home yeah yeah, yeah. who is not tired. listening to I'm who tired. my friend yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired okay it's been a long week but uh, yeah but you get my point as far as my, big, my bigger point is that the uh, I think they will do these things in, in the episodes and leading to leading to the the actual crossover. Coolest Easter egg in the in the episode though was Batman's mask on Lian Yu, and then uh, that version of Arrow referencing something that Bruce Wayne taught him. So he, apparently on, on that earth, Bruce Wayne served in the same capacity as Slade Wilson served for Oliver on Oliver's earth. I, I really like that tie-in. Which, speaking of Batman, KJ, what are your thoughts on the casting news for the Batman? I mean, we got Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman and now Paul Dano as the Riddler. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I... I I I really love both both of those um, as far as casting is concerned. I I don't know. I think I, I, I there's just some Batman fatigue. We've had a lot of Batman drama, and I don't know that I'm ready. I don't. I'm not in a place where I'm ready for Batman. I I think I like I'm I'm ready for a kick-ass Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, you know I. I Unpopular opinion, I did not mind Ben Affleck as Batman. I thought for what they wanted Batman to be, that he did that, and the story around it kind of sucked, but he was the Batman that, he was the Batman we needed. Um, But, (laughs) you know, like, I I didn't, I I didn't think that Ben Affleck was a bad Batman, and I would have, would have been okay seeing him in another movie, and so I'm not in the mindset of, Robert Pattinson is the Batman. <laughs> like, That's not funny. That's not funny. No, right? It's not, not right. And I'm not there yet. I'm like, wait, no, that's not real. I, I, 
had a dream where they said that Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman, and that's not really happening. I had that um, same dream, only it was like a real good dream and not a nightmare that it was for you, apparently. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I don't actually. I don't. I I don't have anything against him. I you know I'm a Harry Potter fan. Uh, I mm-hmm. loved him as Cedric. Um, I don't hate on the the Twilight movies. I mean, mm-hmm. like. I, I'm not like watching them over and over, but you know, I read the books and I knew what they were about and saw the movies and I was like, all right, that's fine. I wasn't mad about it. Um, but I'm just not like, it's weird to go from where Batman was as Ben Affleck and think about how Batman's going to be portrayed by Robert Pattinson. So I'm just, I don't know. It's, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but I was excited to hear Zoe. Like we need a really great Catwoman. Um, I thought Anne Hathaway did a good job as Catwoman, but they wasted the character. Right. Um, in the right. Night Returns, it was like, what is she even doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you if, if that's what you were going to do, then don't even have her in the movie. Yeah, um, so I'm 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 ready for a really great Catwoman. Yeah, I felt that way about most of the characters in Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> if that's yeah. what you're doing with them, why are they even here? <laughs> what is this movie? <laughs> Bane. I don't even want to talk about Bane. Uh, oh yeah. Bad. It was, and and you know, I don't think that that's an unpopular opinion to have about Ben Affleck. I think a lot of people would agree. Yeah, he I agree with he you. did yeah. what he he could, and he was just in bad movies, or he was he was unfortunately it was bad writing and bad directing. So. I don't think we're we're all blaming him, and he chose to get out while he could. Um, I think, hopefully, for fans who are still on the fence, maybe by the time this new Batman rolls out, which isn't going to be even until 2022, 2021? Yeah, sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, we got a few years left to go for all of this fatigue. But Paul Dano did not, did not, I did not hear that name, um, on any of the lists or the short list or anything. It was all about Jonah Hill. Um, mm-hmm. And then I saw the news and I was like, okay, I, I accept that. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I was the same way. I was, it was, it was surprising, but I, I think he'll do a good job in that role. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I'm a little disappointed. Nicholas Holt didn't get it just because somebody mentioned when his name was out there for Batman, that he would be a good Riddler. And I, I kind of latched on to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's just too good looking for the Riddler in a way. Yeah. Is this thought... got awkward. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just I, thinking I will... about how good looking he is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I thought, I, yeah. You know, I, I, just thinking back to the earlier part of the conversation, man, I, I agree. I actually, uh, I, I did like Bat, uh, Ben Affleck as, uh, as the Batman. But, um, you know, I think given that they are, I guess, sort of going back to hopefully they don't do another origin story. We've done that so many times. Uh, So I'm I'm hopeful that it'll I think I've read somewhere where it may be it may be like Batman year one or two when he's still relatively early in his career. So we don't have to, you know, get the rehash of, of of all that. Um, so it'll be a little bit after Batman begins, but not, uh, you know, but not the seasoned Batman that we see as far as Ben Affleck. But I mean, as far as, as far as Zoe Kravitz, I mean, that was, 
I was I was very excited to hear that news this week as far as her casting. Uh, I think it's it, you know I think it's just spot on as far as as, as new energy and new new Catwoman. And I'm not as familiar with Paul Dano's work, but from everything I've read about him, uh, it definitely sounds like he'll be a a great Riddler. You haven't seen Little Miss Sunshine. I I did a long time ago. I'm like. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just I'm just trying to like I own that movie. Okay. Yeah. And he's colorblind. Okay. And it's really sad that he's colorblind. Really sad. <laughs> just that one scene. That one scene kills me every time. Yeah. But don't don't or you could see prisoners, but that's that's a different word. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, Little Miss Sunshine, Little Miss Sunshine. Um, speaking of Ben, ben Affleck or um, all of the moodiness, um, I felt like the Flash this week. Oh my God, so much moodiness! I feel I felt as if the Flash took place in Star City, and and Barry and Oliver had switched places again. I was waiting for the "Got you." They swapped lives again huh. because Barry Allen was so moody. In this episode, and I get it, I get it. He's he's he has a prophecy that he's gonna die, and he's trying to save everyone. He's trying to be a hero, and it's really really hard. But he just at one point he's sitting on the couch and he has like a blanket around him, and he's got like tears in his eyes. And I just I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not a not a um, pet person, but I just had no empathy. <laughs> You have no heart. See, I didn't find him moody at all. This was actually, for me, the Grant was actually giving some good stuff to work with as far as when really coming to grips with the fact that he he is going to have to, to make the sacrifice to possibly save the to save the universe. And so, I mean, to me, it was a very real exploration as far as him working, working through that and, and, and and talking to, to Iris about it. And, and also his moments with Joe, which I've missed whenever uh, Joe and and Barry having those, those talks as far as being his cheerleader and helping him realize like, it is about the shield as far as in, in Joe's case and, you know, standing up and being that, you know, that call of duty uh, to that, that part of being the hero or police officer or whatever it is um, comes with, comes with the territory. So I, I, I didn't find it off putting or the, or very, or emo Barry at all. Emo Barry. <laughs> We saw we've seen emo Barry, and we have that's 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 not emo Barry. <laughs> yeah. well, Iris is still alive. It can't be emo Barry. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I even even Joe felt as if he was um, replaced by the Earth Two version in some points, especially the first half. The first half when him and Cecilia were going back and forth about um, Allegra and her innocence, I just. Joe was like real harsh, real harsh, and and just dismissed right away. Cecile, yeah. okay, 
I'm yeah. just like, it's not, I'm, there's something missing here. This is how much I pay attention to these shows. <laughs> I am such a fan. I am such a fan. Yes, I, uh, The Flash, I can't. It lost me like, two seasons ago. I can't, well, I can't, because I don't, Sarah, like, I don't pay attention to a lot of things. I just have no idea what's happening. They've been to so many different places. It's just so they screwed up the timeline so much. I'm like, Barry, can you just stop with screwing up the timeline? I don't understand where we are. I don't know which Harrison this is. I don't like <laughs> There isn't even a Harrison right now. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. But And yeah. I like how we're saying Harrison and not Wells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's better to say Harrison because it's uh there's so many different wells. There's like like last season there was Sherlock Wells and there was Ben. Of course, yeah, of course there's only one Harry, but that was from season two. And of course Harry now is dead since uh, Earth Two was destroyed. So so Whoa. we won't, we won't see that well. We won't see that Wells again. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, go ahead, KJ. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 You don't, you, we so you do think, not. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You watch you your all- mouth. Okay, so you think he got off, so you think he managed to get off Earth to you before before the anti monitor destroyed it. To go back to KJ's point about why she doesn't watch the the show anymore, we've all seen the Flash pull out a lot of magic tricks over mm-hmm. the years because they have all of this time travel and all of these special powers. So do I think that there's probably a chance that Harry just so happened to be on another earth when all, when earth two disappeared? Hell yes. Hell yes. Yeah. Especially. And here may, and I was thinking about this. Well, mm-hmm. this is why you um, actually bought into the episode and I didn't because in the back of my mind, I know Barry's not going to die in crisis. I know it. I know it's going to be Oliver, even though he's kind of going to be alive afterwards too. More on that later. But I also know that that the Flash is going to get another season. They're not expected the end. And plus, they have this like weird scientist guy making all of these creatures and all of these experiments that they're going to have to wrap up in the season of this season, Part B. So, so. So why should I feel worried about Barry? Yeah, well, it's good because it's dest. I mean, it's his destiny. I mean, if it is, if it is going to be if it is going to be Earth One, Barry, it could easily it could easily. I mean, a lot of theories have been popping around out there that it's going it could possibly be Earth Ninety, Barry, which is John Wesley Ship's version from the the season from uh, the from the early nineties, but. I mean, I, I get what you I mean, I mean, this moment has been telegraphed since season one. And I mean, a very from the palette, we've we've known that this is going to happen. And yes, you're right. I mean, we know Barry in some form or fashion will come back. Not 25 years now, they'll, they'll just like they fast forward at the, the crisis, they'll figure out the way to fast forward his return. And actually, even from an earlier crossover, we knew Barry came back from um, from the event because uh, he left that recording in the, I think it was the second or third crossover event where they had the Dementors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, Dementors. He left, yeah. Dominant, whatever they were, the Dominators. Harry Potter? Yeah. The <laughs> Dominators. I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm having all kinds of issues tonight. I know. I know. 
<laughs> the dom- whatever the the aliens invaders and so, the where they I had said, the first crossover. If the they do a Flash Harry Potter crossover, I am back in. Oh, they already did. <laughs> yeah, Draco was on the show for a yeah. little while. Tom yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 KJ, I feel like what just happened is we watched as as I if if Will was a pet lover, especially with cats. He his cat ran outside and I just ran right over it. And he was trying to figure out a way to solve the problem. And <laughs> and that's what we just witnessed and listened to. And I am very sorry for killing your cat. That was named the Flash. <laughs> well, yes. fair okay. enough, fair enough. But don't worry. He has don't worry because the, the cat's gonna come back. <laughs> I'm not worried because I know my cat's gonna be okay. He's going to cat heaven. <laughs> he was not on Earth too. He was yeah. on Earth three. <laughs> that's where Harry. Well, you're, you're to your point earlier point. That's where you're, you're right. Harry will show up on Earth three with 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 Jesse. It just they're they, they are they are known to do this kind of BS, especially with that character. So I yeah. I I don't even that never came to my mind, and I just I think that they are going to be perfectly fine i mean anyways anyways i don't know how to get out of this segment well uh, hey i think you know (laughs) i don't think that the writers know how to get out of the flash like i think that they are all like that's why the why arrow is coming to an end because it does it goes and it goes and it goes and then like you said as a viewer you're starting to go, well, I don't even believe that because I know there's another season. I don't believe that because that never mm-hmm. actually happens. And and so it stops being as interesting because you've seen them escape so many times and figure out ways out of it and little tricks around it. And, you know, so it it does lose some of the magic that it had in the beginning because you are used to it's just like. But, you know, going back to Supernatural, I have watched Sam and Dean die so many times that I'm like, what can they actually end this with? Right. Because I'm not going to believe they're dead because they're never dead. You know, so right. I, I think that that is a I, I mean, and that is a problem that every show that goes on for a long time runs into. But I think especially in these comic book worlds where we're talking about time travel and, and different Earths and things like that. It, do as a fan start to go well you know there's nothing at stake because they can find a loophole through anything right i mean granted arrow's really coming to an end because Stephen amell didn't want to do the show anymore yeah Yeah. well yeah and to his credit i mean to 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 kj's point about supernatural you know going on for a very long time and running and running out of ideas, you know, it's sometimes good to know when to leave the stage. Right. And I think that, I mean, it's, it's funny how I don't really watch the show. I'm sorry, KJ. Um, but I do watch a lot of their cons and <laughs> the panels at their cons because J- Jared and Jensen are hilarious, especially yes. when Misha is around. Oh my God. And the stories they tell, I want to be on that set for a day. That is amazing what they're able to get away with. So I think it was important for them to leave while the show was still being watched as opposed to being told nobody cares anymore. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, I agree. I think um, Supernatural is in a place. I mean, they've had, even the, 
you know, the most hardcore fan will admit that there have been some seasons where it's like they weren't completely on it. Um, Right. But for the most part, for a show that has been on that long, they have found ways to reinvent themselves. But, you know, I mean, you're talking about 15 seasons and last season was probably one of the best in recent uh, recent times. Like they really brought some life back into the show and the the, the storyline was fresh. And so I think doing what they're doing and kind of similar to what Arrow is doing is that this is going going to be, there's a lot of reminiscing um, in the first episode of Supernatural. Um, I calmed down a little bit about it being the first episode of the last season because they made it very comfortable. Mm. It was, you know, they brought back some, uh, I mean, like the premise is basically everyone that they sent to hell, well, hell just opened up, so they're all back. Um, so all bets are off. So there were, you know, demons and stuff that from the first season that were showing themselves, but in a way that it wasn't overtaking the, the entire episode. Like it was sort of a nice little callback for people to season one, but not in a way that was like just reminiscing. It had a purpose. Um, so I think, I think it'll be, I think it's going to be fun to kind of watch them do that. And I think, you know, it's kind of similar to, to what Arrow's doing and that, look, we've, the fact that the fans have allowed us to be around for this long, let's give them a really awesome final season. Let's all kind of say goodbye to all of this um, story that we've loved so much together. Yeah. I I don't watch Supernatural. (laughs) So it's, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, so That's why I was trying to kind of compare it to Arrow. And, yeah, and yeah, but I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if you guys watched um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer did kind of a similar thing in their final season. It was that there were a lot of callbacks to things throughout the years that. Yeah, I, mean, really, I, know, really, yeah, I don't watch Buffy, but another show that is ending this year that I could see that see some of that is, um, and, and it's not Mr. Robot, Sarah. It's actually uh, the Good Place. Where, oh, yeah, oh, where okay. they again knowing when to knowing when to leave the stage, because I mean this season's been they've, they've you know they've constantly re- rebooted themselves and you know taken that gimmick so many different ways that they can, and so now with this third season, this fourth season actually, they're in a third. I haven't watched the episode tonight, but. At least the first two is a lot of callbacks to the beginning and some of the um, uh, you know, things about they basically have the you know a new four that they're trying to you know make better like the from the very very first season and so it is sort it is one of those things where all right yeah it's it's still funny still has some you know, good moments and stuff, but at the same time, you're like, yeah, this is this is definitely one of those things where, yeah, you all are making the right decision to 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 to, to finish the show now while it still has that 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 level of of freshness and creativity instead of just letting it linger on and just die a horrible death. That got violent real quickly. Like you <laughs> well, went straight to die a horrible death. Yes, like not fade shows... away into oblivion, but just die a horrible, yes. bloody mess yes. in the yes. Joker movie. 
Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. That escalated quickly. Let's talk about cats and poop again, okay? I think we were on target for our audience. <laughs> it went all downhill. I think that that is it for us tonight. Uh, KJ, it was amazing having you on. Thank you so much because we clearly needed the help tonight. We probably could not have done this without you. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't, I don't know how much help I was, but I... I did my best. <laughs> did your best. Why don't you tell our fans where or our listeners where they can find you? Uh, yes. So we are uh, the Kind of Nerdy Girls. You can find us at kindofnerdygirls.com. Uh, we're on, you know, I mean, aren't you guys, we're, we're all in all the podcast places now, right? We're on YouTube, we're on Stitcher, we're Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, Pretty much, if you have a podcast app, we're, you're going to find us if you uh, type in kind of nerdy girls. And then we're really active on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well, just like you guys. So it's at kind of nerdy girls. All right. And Will, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me and tell me to get my stuff together at Will M. Polk. That's W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. Yeah, they're just going to tell you to get your beauty rest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on Apple Podcasts, SoundClouds, YouTube, and Spotify. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.